Hello, welcome back to Glow Girl. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. I'm Tracy White, as per usual. Um, I'm always here, so I'm always glad to see you guys. Um, hi to people who are tuning in uh, live on Facebook. I am recording live on Facebook a little bit later this week because uh, we had a little family birthday party on our normal recording day, so um, had some things going on, but I am glad that some of you are here. Um, I see some of you tuning in, and I see Valerie in the comments. Hi, Valerie. Good to see you. Um, and hi, Kim. And if you're listening on your uh, favorite little podcast app, hi. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Glad you made it out this week. Um, so it feels like it has been three weeks since the last <laughs> episode of this podcast. Um, I'm, it's just, it feels like so many time, so much time has gone by since uh, just a week ago when uh, Joe Figueres was here from Woke Studio to talk to us about the soul blueprint. Um, did you guys like that as much as I did? Um, I loved seeing everything that she put together and I can't wait to dig even further into that. So um, I can't believe how much information was in that uh, soul blueprint. And she, the, the reading that she gave me on last week's episode uh, live was actually a much shorter version than she gives in her um, professional reading. So just, I mean, the amount of familiarity with everything that was in there was crazy for me to see. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed that too. So um, if you guys uh, have readings with Joe, or if you get your soul blueprint read, um, let me know how it goes. I am dying to know how it's going for, uh, you know, for any of you that are seeking out that kind of reading too, because it's, I mean, it is fascinating for me. Um, my, you know, my area of focus is more on the astrology part and that's, it's a lot of math and a lot of, you know, looking at numbers and looking at charts and, you know, some geometry and kind of just following some lines and figuring out some dates. And, and for me, it's all data, but, you know, Joe is just pulling some really interesting information in. And it's, I mean, I just, I love her process. So um, if you guys are getting that done, make sure to let me know, because I really want to know how it's going for you guys too. Um, hi, Ashley. Um, hi, guys. I'm so glad you came out tonight. Um, like I said, this past uh, week has been insane. Um, in the past week, I turned 40. Thank you guys, by the way, for all the birthday wishes. That was really nice. Um, I got a tattoo, which I did post a picture of on the Glow Girl Facebook page. So if you didn't see that, you can see that there. Um, I'm not going to like pull my sleeve down to like show you on this live broadcast. But um, if you're so interested, you can go see that. Um, and uh, let's see, I started uh, ramping up to announce a super secret project that I've been working on all year, um, which has been delayed multiple times because of 2020 
hashtag just 2020 things. Um, and my little uh, co-Sagittarius uh, mini-me had a birthday as well. So December is always a very busy month in this house in general. Uh, but this past week has been um, nonstop, pretty much nonstop. And um, it's eclipse season. Uh, you know, so everything feels like it's turned up to 11 and emotions are high and stress is high and everything is just like extra intense. Um, it's a lot. So I don't know if you guys have noticed this past week has been a lot. Um, uh, things with eclipse season tend to come to a head and uh, some of the energy that we've had this week has been, you know, has been really along those lines. Um, I, I have, you know, I deal with anxiety. I have some stress in my life. It is what it is. We all do, right? Um, my anxiety tends to manifest itself in uh, gut issues, but also in uh, a TMJ issue in my in my jaw. And I haven't really dealt much. I haven't had any major issues with that in, um, you know, in a few years, but I don't know if just 2020 all piled up on things. And this past week I've been dealing with so much jaw pain that I could barely see straight. And I'm just like, I'm clenching my jaw and grinding my teeth in my sleep and in my waking time. And it's, I mean, it is a lot of stress. So I am, uh, actively pursuing the things I know to do and, and trying really hard to avoid the things I know make the anxiety and the stress worse and, you know, doing my best to help myself and reaching out <laughs> for help that I can't provide myself. So if that's you and you're struggling with something like that, if something physical is manifesting for you right now, um, you know, look at what might be causing that. If it's, you know, it, it, you know, this jaw pain for me doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes from clenching my jaw and grinding my teeth. And that comes from stress. And so figuring out, you know, tracing it back and, and trying to manage the stress part has been helpful. Um, and finally, yesterday and today have been feeling a little bit more normal and less in pain. So that has been helpful <laughs> on many fronts. And I'm here with you today because I am actually able to focus and speak. Uh, so that's good times. Um, speaking of stress and physical manifestations of stress, if you have been having trouble sleeping, you are not alone. That is something that is going on with a lot of us right now. Um, again, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of astrological transits. Um, it's a lot of this time of year. And, um, you know, really we are, there are so many planetary energy is really gearing up to come to a tipping point where this month is such a tipping point for so many different reasons. And we're all feeling that. So take care of yourself, you know, take care of yourself. And, and I haven't been sleeping. <laughs> Nadia in the comments says, uh, you were up at four 30. I was up at four 30, man. You should have texted me. I was also up at four 30. Um, my, I was not up at 4.30 by choice. Uh, my little uh, Sagittarius co-pilot over here was also up at 4.30. I don't know why. She had birthday presents that she needed to play with at 4 o'clock in the morning, I guess. I am tired. Um, I'm 40 now. I don't do well without sleep. So 
uh, I'm going to try to get some sleep tonight and um, manage that anxiety. And um, I would like to say that I'm going to work on cutting out some caffeine in my life, but let's be honest, maybe after December's over, <laughs> I need it to make it through this month. Um, anyway, don't pick up any of my bad habits. Uh, so speaking of Sagittarians, um, after the break today, we're going to talk about the centaur of attention in every room, which is our witty and wise Sagittarius friends, of which I am one. And if you are one, or if you love one, or if you have to tolerate one in your life, uh, you're going to want to stick around and learn more about what makes this uh, sort of party time philosopher of the Zodiac tick. Um, you're going to want that. So, um, hi to you guys in the comments. Hi, Joe. Yay, Joe Figueres is here. We were just talking about you and uh, and your reading from last week. So, um, again, uh, make sure to check out uh, check out last week's episode for the Soul Blueprint information because uh, you guys are going to want this. You guys are going to want this reading. And I know Joe has some um, exciting things coming up soon that you're going to want to follow um, along with. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for being here this week. I am going to give you a little bit of astrology. And uh, we're going to talk about what's going on this week. I don't have a ton to talk about this week. There's one big thing. And then next week, it's going to be next week, it's going to be a lot. So um, we have just a lot of heavy, uh, heavy, fiery Sagittarius energy going on this week. The sun is in Sagittarius, uh, where it will be until early morning hours on the 21st. So Sagittarius season is what we say when the sun is moving through Sagittarius, which is usually about a 30-day transit, give or take. Um, so we have that going on. Uh, we have Mercury in Sagittarius until the 20th. Uh, Mercury in Sagittarius is um, a truth seeker, a philosopher, um, mentally optimistic and sharp and um, sort of blunt in telling that truth, uh, sometimes a little tactless. Um, Mercury and Sagittarius is your um, overly honest friend, right? That energy is going to be going on um, until the 20th. So if you're feeling that, if you're seeing that in your life, it's, it's, there's a reason. Sun in Sagittarius, Mercury in Sagittarius, Venus is in Sagittarius until the 15th next Tuesday. Um, Venus in Sagittarius is um, deep and intense and passionate, fiery. It's a it's a fiery Sagittarius is a fire sign, um, but also very much about truth and intimacy in relationships. Um, also about freedom in relationships. So Sagittarius is one one of what we call a dual sign, and it's very much a the symbol of Sagittarius, if you've ever seen the symbol of the archer, it's a centaur, which is a which is a dual uh, creature as it is, half man, half horse. Uh, the centaur has four feet on the ground and is aiming a bow and arrow to the stars. So very much feet on the ground, looking into space. I mean, looking into the future, practical, but big picture, you know, a dreamer, but a realistic one. So um, that Sagittarian 
energy kind of presents itself a lot in uh, in everything that's going on right now because Sun in Sagittarius, Mercury in Sagittarius, Venus in Sagittarius. Uh, Venus in Sagittarius wants intimacy but freedom also. I mean, you know, I, I want I want to I want you to be with me. I want you to be honest with me. I want you to be true to me. I want you to you know never stray. But also, I might go on a trip by myself for a week. Don't ask any questions. I'll see you later. Like that's Mercury or that's Venus and Sagittarius. And, um, you know, the overall energy of Venus and Sag that we're seeing right now is very much about kind of investigation of our own values. Um, and are you being, are you being honest with yourself and your values? And are you being true to your values? Are you living your truth? Are you, you know, open to life, but also making sure that you have proper boundaries set up, you know, and embody that Sagittarian energy. That's kind of what you need. Um, we also have Mars and Aries. So not a Sagittarius energy, but another fire sign, very fiery week um, with regards to all of these personal planets. Every personal planet is hanging out in a fire sign right now. And um, it's a very high energy week. Um which is great, but it's also going to be exhausting. And then on the 14th, which is next Monday. So this podcast comes out typically on Wednesdays. We try to record live uh, usually before Wednesdays. So in case I don't see you before Monday, the 14th, or you don't hear this before Monday, the 14th, just FYI, we are going to have a new moon solar eclipse in Sagittarius on the 14th. Now, this is, um, if you listen to any other astrologers, uh, if you wanted to Google the astrology of this eclipse, you're going to see a lot of very opinionated uh, energy out there about this eclipse. Um, eclipses happen in pairs and in cycles. We had an eclipse on uh, November 30th in Gemini, and uh, this co-eclipse will be in Sagittarius on the 14th. And eclipses are intense. Uh, new moons are, you know, a, a very fresh start energy. And what we're going to see with this energy of this eclipse is sort of an illumination of what we've learned this year. Um, you know, we're going to have a light shown on everything that has gone on this year. This is our, this is our year in review moon. And, uh, you know, have you put new practices into place? Have you, have you learned, you know, have you made mistakes and, you know, how are you proceeding with those, uh, you know, learning situations? Um, if you're picking up this keyword about learning, that's a very Sagittarian energy and, um, this new moon is no, is no exception. Um, it's going to be lighting up everything that we either have learned and are putting into practice or things that we need to put into practice. Um, and those last few just bits of information that we need to kind of put into place in order to graduate from this year. If you want to move on from this year, if you don't want to get held back a year, <laughs> you need to pay attention to this eclipse. Um, something will come to everyone on this eclipse. Um, you know, this isn't, uh, this isn't a vague, quiet moon that affects some people, you know, 
intensely and and then a lot of people just kind of don't really notice it this is this is a moon where everyone's going to have something um you know if you are the kind of person who journals this might be a great time to kind of maybe just jot down a few lines about what's going on in your life and see where the things that happen on or around the 14th play out in your life over the course of the next six months um eclipse cycles you know moons match their their co-moon uh you know so in six months we'll have a full moon in uh sagittarius probably in may i believe and that moon will correspond to this one so we're gonna see you know what are the things that are coming to light then uh you know when when this next cycle kind of appears um you know what are those things in your life one of the things that came to light with the most recent um, eclipse on the 30th was um, approval of uh, COVID-19 vaccines and really the ramping up of getting these things out and starting to distribute them to the public. Um, here we are a week later and uh, some of the first uh, doses of these approved vaccines are starting to be used um, overseas uh, in the UK, I, I think I saw today. So in a week on the 14th, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, are we going to have approval here in the US? Um, you know, what's what's going to be happening on the 14th? Is it going to have something to do with COVID-19? Is it going to have something to do with these vaccines? Is it going to have something to do with um, medicine in general? Maybe. Uh, you know, maybe so. Um, Sagittarius, uh, the centaur that Sagittarius's uh, story is based upon uh, was a healer, was a doctor. You know, so healing and, and medicine are very, very big focuses with this upcoming eclipse. So it will be really interesting to see kind of where this takes us, um, you know, in the next week and then where that energy takes us in the next six months. So pay close attention. Um, another thing about this uh, new moon eclipse on the 14th, and you'll probably hear other um, astrologers talking about this quite a bit, some to more of an extent than others. Uh, you know, I'm not making assumptions about anybody's political leanings. Pretty sure if you've turned tuned into this podcast before, you know mine, not really being quiet about that. But this particular eclipse, and, and I don't... Uh, pretend to know all of the details of uh, the current occupant of the White House's astrological birth chart. However, I do know that this eclipse, um, Donald Trump was born under a, uh, under a solar eclipse. And it was um, the one that corresponds with this one in uh, he is, he is a Gemini sun and a Sagittarius moon. We are having a um, Sagittarius moon during Sagittarius sun season. And it'll be really interesting to see how this how this hits his chart, because it's a direct hit to certain placements. Again, a lot of astrologers know more information than I do. Um, I can tell you what I have heard. Uh, one of my favorite astrologers, Anne Ortley, has said several times is that uh, the location of this eclipse in uh, Donald Trump's birth chart is um, hitting his fourth house and your fourth house is your home and an eclipse is a closure for a lot of us and you know so is this she she thinks and and she is a predictive astrologer so she knows uh better than i would that this eclipse means that is time 
that uh, the 14th, when the Electoral College meets, when the election will be officially decided, this is going to be the time when uh, we are finding out that Donald Trump needs to find a new home from where he lives now. So I find that very interesting. I am ready to hear what's going to happen. I'm, I'm ready to watch this play out. Um, you know, I think that the 14th is uh, a fateful day anyway. So, you know, we have the Electoral College meeting here in the U.S. We have this eclipse. We have, you know, these direct placements with regards to the president's birth chart. This eclipse falls in, um, you know, certain areas that hint at large change with regards to the birth chart of the United States. Um, you know, there's, this is a big transformative moon. Um, you know, and it doesn't just mean, I mean, this is a worldwide thing. This isn't just United States focused. Uh, we live here and we tend to believe that we are the center of the universe. That is not true. Turns out. Uh, so watch, you know, watch the world news, watch and see what's going on on the 14th. Uh, you know, and, and also take it back a step a little bit and look at your own life, you know, look at what this is hitting in your own life. Um, if you're interested in seeing where this moon is going to fall in your birth chart, um, if you are familiar with your birth chart and you can pull that up on an app to look that up, um, look at the house that Sagittarius falls in in your birth chart. And you'll see where this moon will be. And uh, if you need any help with that, you can always send me a message and I can I can help show you too. But, um, you know, finding where this chart, where this uh, moon is going to hit in your chart will be interesting to see where those changes are going to be for you. Um, for me personally, this, uh, I am a Sagittarius sun. So this moon is going to be hitting my sun. This is, it's hitting in my fifth house. Fifth house is a house of creativity. So, you know, is this hinting toward, uh, you know, a change in creativity to me? Um, you know, a change in, it's also the house of children. Um, thankfully, there will be no more children here in this house. So I don't expect that to be something that changes. But, you know, maybe the way that, uh, you know, we approach parenting, um, you know, here in this house, that's definitely something to see. So, look at where this is hitting your chart and, uh, you know, look at what that house means and, you know, kind of try to figure that out a little bit. Do some, do some Sagittarian inspired investigation to your chart and, uh, let me know, let me know where this moon's going to hit you. And, um, let's keep an eye on your chart to see if we can figure out what's going to happen in your life. I'm just always fascinated by this. So, um, I see some of you guys in the comments. Um, everybody's ready. <laughs> everybody's ready for the president to, move out. Okay. Yep. Well, all right. I can see your politics too. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, and, uh, oh my goodness, Elizabeth in the comments. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stress. Uh, I do. I feel like, you know, that, um, you know, that one, the Muppet, um, beaker with the crazy orange hair and a lab coat. And he's just, I mean, he's just always running around and he looks like a, I mean, he looks like a live nerve but in puppet form, I just feel like that inside all the time. So um, if that's you, manage your stress, girl, because it's not going to get better this next week. It's only going to get more intense. So do what you know works and take care of you. Um, my advice is 
not just self-care, but also community care, because sometimes self-care isn't enough. We talk about that all the time, but community care, reaching out to the people in your life or the providers that you have access to, um, you know, or even just the social media public, if you need more resources, uh, there's nothing wrong with asking for help and you should definitely ask for help. So, um, Juliet says, I have Sagittarius in my first and 12th houses. Should I brace for impact? I mean, yeah, we should all brace for impact a little bit. Um, depending on where, uh, the degree of this moon and where it's exactly going to be hitting, um, I would just plan on, uh, watching that. Are you, are you feeling any upcoming, uh, you know, I guess, religious existential crises or anything, Juliet, hitting that in your 12th house? You never know. That could be it. Um, first house, uh, you know, are you, are you planning on any physical modifications? Are you planning on any body changes? Um, when things hit your first house, also watch, watch your health, you know, um, don't take any chances. Don't take any chances out there. Don't take any chances of getting sick or anything like that. Um, make sure that you're practicing your, um, you know, your social distancing and your masking and washing your hands. Uh, I, I do feel like this moon is probably going to, we're going to see a big, um, a big spike in, uh, community spread with, COVID-19 and, and, you know, being around the holidays, I, you don't need astrology to say that this is probably happening already. So um, pay attention to that and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and just, you know, Sagittarian energy is risky, you know, likes to take chances. This is not a great time to take chances, especially with your health. So keep an eye on that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, all right, let's take a super quick break. I'm going to tell you about our episode sponsors, uh, Curology, and then we also have ads from Better Plate. I'm sorry, from Better Help and Every Plate. And uh, after the break, I'm going to tell you all about uh, Sagittarius season and uh, what the Sagittarius in your life has going on. So stay with me one sec, and then we'll get to the uh, Sagittarius write up. All right, guys. So I used to think that my skin goals were unattainable. I am aging. I just turned 40. Uh, drugstore products are not doing it for me anymore, and I don't know how to choose what's best for my skin. Dermatologists can be expensive, and in pandemic world, they can even be hard to get into. Thankfully, I found Curology. Whether you're trying to take control of acne or if acne is no longer a top skin concern and you're like me, dealing with fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts, and clogged pores, Curology can customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skincare needs. I'm at that weird age where I sometimes get breakouts, but I also have these fine lines that won't budge with drugstore products. I also have large pores and I want help with that so that my makeup looks nice when I wear it and my skin still looks clear when I don't. To get your treatment plan, you start by answering questions online about your skin and you send in a couple of selfies to Curology. Next, Curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin. And if it's a good fit, you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your acne, fine lines, dark spots, and more. For me, it was super easy. The online process was extremely thorough and I really liked that you can send in selfies and highlight your problem areas. 
Then Curology sets you up with a personalized treatment plan and ships your custom formula right to your door. My personalized plan includes a cleanser and moisturizer chosen just for me based on my uh, highlighted issues and a custom prescription formula put together by licensed dermatology providers that targets the exact issues that I'm struggling with. Since I've started using Curology, I've noticed a huge reduction in the size of my pores, and I'm starting to see those little tiny age spots and fine lines get smaller and finer every day. I have never had results like this using drugstore products, I can tell you that much. To take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made just for you today, go to Curology.com slash GlowGirl for a free 30-day trial. Just pay shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash glow girl and unlock your free 30-day trial. See Curology.com for all the details. Okay, guys, let's talk about cooking. So every week I have these grand plans to make a meal plan, order my groceries, drive over and get them, prepare healthy food, and somehow stay under budget for my entire household. And then maybe midweek, maybe Wednesday rolls around, the leftovers from the one healthy Monday meal that I made are all gone. And all I want to do is order pizza for the rest of the week and forget all about the $40 worth of produce that's going bad in my fridge. If that all sounds painfully familiar to you, it might be time to try every plate. With every plate, you get meals that you'll enjoy and your bank account will love delivered right to your door. Contactless delivery is hugely important, you guys. Every plate dinners are the cheaper alternative to takeout or delivery. They're America's best value meal kit. All of their recipes come together in about 30 minutes, which is definitely faster than the painstaking process of deciding on the meal, going to the store, and then making something from scratch. Less time deciding what to cook means more time spent enjoying good food with your family. Now, I have tried meal kits in the past, and the costs really just never made it a long-term option for my family, but with every plate, you can get the same delicious, healthy meals at a much lower price. Everybody I know who tries every plate, and I'm talking about most of the girls' girls' community, <laughs> has tried every plate, and they're all surprised about how affordable it really is. Even at full price, every plate is up to 58% cheaper than most of the major meal kits out there. The best part is that the food is actually really good. We've been using every plate for the better part of 2020, to be honest with you, and in this house, we love them. Uh, just the other night we made their ponzu beef bowls and you guys, they're so good. I, I mean, listen, like I don't even order Chinese very much anymore because these ponzu beef bowls are so amazing. Uh, my kid even eats them. They're that good. Also not having decide, not, not having to decide or argue about what to cook every night has pretty much saved my marriage. So this meal service more than pays for itself in the couples therapy savings. So with our special offer, you can get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code GLOWGIRL3. That's three weeks of EveryPlate meals for $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code GLOWGIRL3. EveryPlate.com, code GLOWGIRL3. Okay, guys. I know this is a rhetorical question because hashtag 2020, but is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from manifesting the greatness you deserve? 
Yeah, same. So BetterHelp Counseling, uh, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with your very own professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You don't have to leave the house. You don't even have to put on real pants. It is that convenient. BetterHelp gets it. Life is busy. Now you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your own therapist. BetterHelp includes licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, hi, all of those, please, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, everything everything. Anything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp is available worldwide at your fingertips. BetterHelp offers four communication options, text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option with financial aid available. Glow Girl listeners get 10% off your first month, so why not get started today? Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp.com glow, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash glow for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash glow. Guys, we're back. Okay, so, um, all right, Sagittarius season. So I'm a Sagittarius. I mean, I don't, I, I feel like just in case I haven't mentioned that yet in this episode 16 times, I'm a Sagittarius. I love being a Sagittarius. It's one of my favorite things about myself. Um, we're not very uh, modest human beings either. Um, uh, we have a few people in the comments that are talking about their Sagittarius placements. Um, yes, if you tell me what uh, tell me what planets you have in Sagittarius, I have um, I'm a Sagittarius Sun and uh, Neptune. And it's all hanging out in my fifth house, which is the same as my fifth house is ruled by Leo. And uh, I have a Leo rising. I have a very fiery personality. And if it wasn't for my Libra moon, I would probably be a monster. <laughs> so thank goodness for that. Uh, Jessica says she's a Sagittarius sun. And I know Nadia is a December baby. Uh, Nadia, you're a Sagittarius sun too, aren't you? Yeah. And Juliet is... And oh my goodness, we got like a whole bunch of us hanging out here tonight. Welcome, my archer friends. So let me tell you about Sagittarius. Okay. So Sagittarius season goes from uh, November 20th, 21st um, to December, about December 21st. So I want to talk to you about something that I have seen come up a few times recently. And um, if you grab an astrology book, you know, off the bookshelf at any store, um, or even if you just scroll to some website, you're probably going to see that the dates for each of the seasons are the same. They'll say that Sagittarius season goes November 21st to December 21st, right? Now, listen, that is mostly true, but some years, you know, that we have some years that we have leap years and some years that we don't. Also, sometimes the dates shift a little bit. So it's really important that if you were born around what is called the cusp, which again is a topic for another time, but if you were born around, uh, let's say your birthday is November 21st, 
Okay. Um, or your birthday is November 20th. And uh, all this time you have assumed that you were a Scorpio. But I want you to check because if you were born November 20th this year, uh, which you wouldn't be because you were listening to this podcast, but if you were born in a year like this one where uh, Sagittarius season started at a different time, Sagittarius season started when the sun moved the next degree and then moved into the constellation of Sagittarius. Okay. Now that doesn't just happen automatically at midnight on November 21st. One whole day does not encompass an entire sign necessarily. So Sagittarius season on November 20th of this year started late in the day. So there's, there are some people who, you know, maybe babies that were born this year, some babies that were born on November 20th, maybe Scorpios and some maybe Sagittarians. It happens that way. So if you were born on or around the date that a sign changes, uh, a sun, uh, you know, a season changes, a sun sign season changes, you really should check your, your time of birth. You really should check that time of birth and see you know, what time you were born, because the dates might be a little bit off. You might be a different sign than you thought you were. Um, you know, and, and double check. That's why it's important to run a birth chart, because you might find out some interesting things that you didn't know, especially if you were born on or around the date that a sign changes. So that's just my PSA. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of questions around that lately, and a lot of people, um, automatically saying, I'm sorry, no, I'm a Scorpio. Well, <laughs> I mean, are you sure? Are you sure? So just double check those things, right? Cool. Okay. So again, Sagittarius season this year started on November 20th, goes to December 21st. And again, December 21st, the sun moves into Capricorn at 5 a.m. Eastern on December 21st. So someone born before 5 a.m. on December 21st is not automatically a Capricorn. That person's a Sagittarius until 5.02 and however many seconds a.m. So uh, Sagittarius is the ninth sign of the Zodiac. Um, Sagittarius also uh, is the ruling sign of the ninth house in your birth chart. Um, the ninth house is, um, again, it's the house of like philosophy and higher education and uh, travel, you know, like especially long distance travel, um, you know, interesting things like that. So uh, the the symbol of Sagittarius uh, we talked about a little bit earlier is is the archer. Now, not just the archer, but the centaur, the centaur uh, represented by um, an old story uh, about a centaur called Chiron, which is also a, an asteroid that astrologers will sometimes look at in birth charts. But uh, Chiron was a healer. Chiron was a doctor. Um, also a centaur. So a half man, half horse doctor. And the symbol is of uh, this centaur with feet on the ground, aiming a bow and arrow to the stars. And it very much represents, um, you know, someone who is grounded in reality, but really has an eye on the bigger picture. Um, you know, an optimist, but someone who is constantly like boots on the ground, learning about everything around them. Um, you know, uh, a philosopher, right? Philosophy can sometimes involve thinking that's out there and not tangible. 
but again, a person who is very grounded in reality. So if that sounds like any Sagittarians that you know, I know that I resonate with a lot of that myself. Um, Sagittarius is also ruled by the planet Jupiter. Now, Jupiter is the biggest planet in the solar system, very expansive. Um, Jupiter now... I'm going to, I'm going to nerd out a little bit here. So Jupiter, uh, you know, goes by other names. If you're talking about Roman or Greek mythology and sometimes can be involved with other, uh, you know, other mythological hierarchies as well. Uh, the other name of Jupiter is Jove. And you've probably heard the old saying, you've probably seen it in old movies where someone will say by Jove and they're saying by God, or they're saying, you know, they probably wouldn't say by Jupiter because that just sounds a little strange to our ear. But Jove is the root word of the, of the word jovial. And you know, the word jovial, when I think of that, I think of Santa Claus <laughs> and it's, so Jupiter is almost like the Santa Claus of the solar system, generous and hearty and jovial and just a fun party guy, right? Expansive, big, <laughs> big around. He's a, you know, he's a fun guy. He is, Jupiter represents luck and optimism and again, expansion and sometimes overdoing it, you know? So Jupiter rules Sagittarius. You can probably see some of those things in your Sagittarian friends. Uh, you know, they have a tendency to go all the way. They have a tendency to go big. Uh, they have a tendency to just not go home. Uh, you know, so that's, that's the Sagittarius uh, energy that comes from Jupiter. Um, Jupiter is a fire sign. We have talked about that. Um, Jupiter's uh, energy is mutable and mutable energy means that it's adaptable and uh, actually likes change, you know. Um, mutable signs are signs that come at the at the end of a season and so they sort of bridge the gap they're adaptable between two seasons sagittarius comes at the end of the fall winter starts this you know when sagittarius season the day sagittarius season ends is the day that winter starts they bridge the gap between fall and winter and they're adaptable in that way you know all of sagittarius season here in the uh in the upper midwest is very much about is today fall or is today winter? We don't actually know until we get up in the morning and we see outside. So, uh, you know, that adaptable, that mutable energy is, is very much there. With uh, being a fire sign, this, uh, you know, Sagittarians can be passionate. They can be energetic. Uh, you know, they like to start things. They like to get change going. They like to take action and they like to really make change happen in, in life and, and around them. Um, the phrase associated with Sagittarius is I see, okay? And it is it is pertinent because I see is something that encompasses the, the whole Sagittarian energy. It's very much, I am future oriented. I see ahead. I see around me. I see what's happening. There, you know, Sagittarius is a very observant sign, observant of the world, observant of themselves, uh, you know, often are, uh, you know, fairly self-aware and uh, and often self-critical too, um, you know, but, but that observance that I see that, you know, constantly learning from one's surrounding is, is, uh, is a very Sagittarian thing. Um, every sign rules a part of your body. 
Uh, Sagittarius, no surprise here, rules the hips and the thighs. And if you think about our uh, centaur archer uh, mascot for Sagittarius here, uh, you know, we got a big horse's ass. So hips and thighs are definitely right out there. Um, that means that Sagittarius can uh, sometimes have a problem, you know, sometimes have problems in these areas, uh, you know, and can also sometimes be strong in those areas. Uh, you know, are you a Sagittarius that has, you know, strong muscular thighs? Are you a Sagittarius that has a great big ass? Are you a Sagittarius that has hip problems and needs to go to the chiropractor once a week to get things adjusted because maybe one of your legs is a little bit longer than the other? I'm just giving you a very large amount of detail about a particular Sagittarian problem that I may or may not have. So these are things. Um, if you want to know what, uh, you know, what signs uh, represent what parts of the body, you can look that information up. It's really interesting to see which parts of the bodies each sign rules and how they start to make sense, right? No surprise here, but uh, Virgo uh, rules like the stomach, like the gut. Uh, you know, Virgo is also ruled by Mercury. That is a, um, a you know, a, a sign that deals with a lot of anxiety. A lot of anxiety goes into the gut. It is very much a gut worry, tummy trouble sign. So sorry, Virgos. Uh, but look that up. It's really interesting stuff. Um, okay. So each sign of the Zodiac, and, and I'm talking about this mostly from a sun sign perspective right now, but each sign of the Zodiac um, has their high vibe and low vibe tendencies. Now, um, some people will call these um, evolved and unevolved. Uh, you know, an evolved Sagittarius may display, uh, you know, the following, uh, you know, character marks. Um, high vibe Sagittarius might be honest, uh, ethical, uh, you know, high integrity. Uh, they love their freedom, very much independent, um, adventurous, energetic, uh, philosophical, enthusiastic, um, candid curious, optimistic, uh, extroverted, generous, idealistic, uh, global thinking is, is something I would also say, uh, positive, intellectual, uh, free-spirited, funny. A lot of Sagittarians are funny, witty, uh, very straightforward, and, um, and good friends, I would say, too. Most Sagittarians I know are, are warm and, and friendly and, and approachable in that way. So, uh, those are the high vibe tendencies of Sagittarius. Now, an unevolved uh, or lower vibe uh, Sagittarian energy may just be someone who has this part of their chart that isn't, you know, that isn't evolved or, you know, they're not in touch with it or someone who is a little bit less mature. And, and listen, when I say evolved and unevolved, I don't mean necessarily that you've reached a certain calendar age and you are evolved as a, as a more evolved adult. And when you're unevolved, you're a child, this can be any age, you know, any age can be more evolved and, and any age can be more unevolved. Um, you may see some of these low vibe energies in Sagittarian children because they are less able to control their impulses and they kind of act from instinct. And so they act from the gut of this planetary energy versus, you know, the experience behind maybe an evolved planetary energy or, or uh, you know, sun sign energy like you and I might display because we are mature adults. 
right? Right, mostly. So the low vibe, uh, unevolved Sagittarian energies may include being tactless, um, careless, uh, self-righteous, dogmatic sometimes, uh, restless for sure, impatient, inconsistent, argumentative, yes, uh, preachy, yeah, I get that one sometimes too. Um, risky. Uh, we talked about that risky behavior before. People being risky, reckless, um, also being flighty. You've probably heard that. Flighty, maybe commitment phobic is something you've heard to describe Sagittarians. Um, immature. And then one of the ones that I struggle with the most is someone being kind of a, an overly optimistic, um, almost a Pollyanna kind of energy where they just ignore reality and are hundred percent optimistic. We need to temper that a little bit, right? And so that can be, um, you know, a, a lesser mature Sagittarian energy that someone might be displaying. So um, let's see here. Uh, Jessica in the comments says self-righteous and restless. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get some of these too. I mean, they hurt to hear, but you know, we, when we know that these are some things that we may be displaying due to planetary placements in our birth charts, we can control those things. We can learn once we kind of see it, right? Once we've had this um, astrological mirror held up to us, we can make some different choices. Um, so listen, if you have Sagittarius, you you have Sagittarius energy in your in your chart, right? Everyone has every sign in their chart. Now, we are all made up of all of the zodiac signs. We've talked about this before, but um, even if you don't have, even if you have Sagittarius in your chart and you don't have any planets there, you still have Sagittarius in one of the houses of your chart. That energy is still impacting some part of your life, right? And so wherever you have Sagittarius in your chart, and if you do have planetary placements there in Sagittarius, that is an area of your life where you may be energetic, right? You are enthusiastic. You are a seeker of truth, right? Um, you know, and, and you might be looking to be uh, overly honest. Now, listen, one of the examples I have here is uh, Sagittarius, um, Mercury and Sagittarius. And we talked about um, right now we are in a time where Mercury is in Sagittarius uh, if you have Mercury and Sagittarius in your birth chart, if you have um, if you have your Sun in Sagittarius, there is a good chance that you may have uh, Mercury in Sagittarius. Now, Mercury only moves usually between one sign ahead or one sign behind where your Sun sign is. So, if you have a Sun in Sagittarius, then your Mercury is probably either in Scorpio, Sagittarius. Or Capricorn. So it only kind of wiggles about that much. But if you have uh, your Mercury in Sagittarius, you are probably a truth teller. Now, I have a Sagittarius child who has a Sagittarius Mercury and a Gemini moon. So what this means about this particular small human being is that her sun sign means that her overall attitude is fun and fiery and loud. Her moon, Gemini moon, means that she is emotionally talkative, never stops talking, never stops talking. Her Sagittarius Mercury 
she has a Sagittarius Mercury. It means that she also will never stop talking, uh, will never stop wanting to learn, will always tell you the truth, especially, especially if you have anything wrong with the way that you look or <laughs> this, I mean, it's a tactless, it's sometimes a tactless energy. Um, and again, unevolved, it's an unevolved Mercury energy. She is a small child. When she gets older, maybe she will be able to, um, you know, have a little more experience and learn some tact about her fantastic and lovely truth-telling abilities. At the moment, sometimes they're hurtful <laughs> because I don't always want to know that I look like crap. I sometimes do. It happens. So Julia says, I am Clara. Clara is me. Yeah, that um, that Mercury Sag, it's a it's a doozy. It's we need we need these placements because we need to hear what you all have to say. We need to hear the truth. You're you're the friends who say, you know, I'm the blunt friend and I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. And it might hurt your feelings, but you're going to hear it. Yeah, I mean, these are the people we need in our lives, right? We need them might hurt, but we do. So that wherever your Sagittarius is in your chart, that's an area that, uh, you know, you will have sort of that energy over. Um, like I said, my, my fifth house is my Sagittarius house. And the fifth house is the house of, um, creativity and also, uh, also children. And so it's an interesting placement for me because my son is there, but, um, you know, that truth seeking, uh, you know, that truth seeking energy in a house that has to do with children resonates very strongly with me because for uh, many, many years I, um, had fertility struggles and I was never going to be the person who was going to take what, you know, what many doctors, what one doctor said about, you know, me not being able to have children and, and just be done with that. I am a truth seeker. I want to know more. I saw, I can't even tell you how many doctors. I can't even tell you how much research I did on my own. Um, you know, I researched until until it happened. You know, I researched and I followed the truth every single direction I could, and I tried every single you know outlying uh, option that I could to make this happen for me because it was something that was important to me. My son is in the child house. I I was meant to be a parent, it was just also difficult for me. So I had to seek out that truth. I, it was, it's just part of my story. It's part of who I am destined to be. And so I had to, I had to do it. It was just my path and I had to do it. So I followed that truth until I, until I got there when I was pregnant. And sometimes pregnancy can be indicated in the fifth house. When I was pregnant, I had a lot of uh, pregnancy complications, um, very scary stuff. I'll tell you about it some other time, but very, uh, very scary stuff that, you know, I had one doctor basically write me off and say, I'm sorry, we can't help you. You know, all we can do is just wait and see what happens when the baby comes. And that was not, no, I'm sorry. Have we met? That's not enough for me. I, I I'm going to research until I make, until I make something happen. I'm going to research until I've gotten all the way to the bottom of the truth. And I did, you know, and I followed the truth all the way to some really interesting alternative therapies and um, experimental medications and, and all kinds of things. And, you know, I don't regret it 
um, you know, it was scary, but I, I found my way through research and, and that kind of tenacity, you know, and, and that was, you know, the Sagittarius energy poured into that child house in my chart. So where your Sagittarius is in your chart, you will, you know, you will have that tenacity. You will have that, um, you know, that urge to just follow the truth all the way to the bottom of the bottle. You've got to find it. You, you are motivated to find it. So um, let me know, let me know where your Sagittarius is in your chart. I'm interested to hear. And, you know, if some of these things make sense to you. Um, now I have a list here of some, uh, some famous Sagittarians, uh, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, she makes sense, right? It makes sense. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yes, of course. Of course, Taylor Swift, uh, Britney Spears, and I have the same birthday. So she is my fellow Sagittarius. Yes, girl makes sense. Uh, Christina Aguilera also makes sense. Brad Pitt, uh, Miley Cyrus, Katie Holmes. Um, oh, Christina Applegate is a famous Sagittarius. Uh, you know, there are a lot. There are a lot of a lot of people who have Sagittarius placements uh, do really tend to get into Hollywood because they have a lot of really energetic personalities. Um, oh, Pope Francis is a Sagittarius, in case you didn't know that. Interesting, right? I would be really interested to learn more about Pope Francis's placements. Um because it is, it is very interesting that he's such a magnetic religious leader and the changes and the changes that he's brought to the way that we look at, uh, you know, the Catholic church in, in his time, um, you know, in his Pope office. I don't know what that's called. I am so sorry if I'm offending anyone, but I am very interested. Uh, I think I, I, I do like me some Papa Francis and I, think that him being a Sagittarius is fascinating to me. So um, Ozzy Osbourne, Frank Sinatra, uh, Walt Disney was a Sagittarius, Mark Twain. Um, I don't know Mark Twain, but, you know, by all accounts, he was, uh, he was a very uh, magnetic person. Uh, Kim, Kim Basinger. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, Jim Morrison. Uh, I believe his birthday was today. Actually, happy birthday, Jim Morrison. Uh, Kirk Doug, Kirk Douglas, Daryl Hannah. Hmm. Anybody current? Um, Adam Brody. Anybody watch the OC? Seth Cohen forever. So listen, you, you know, you probably see these, uh, Sagittarian personalities in Hollywood. They make sense, right? They're, they're energetic. Uh, you know, they might be witty. They might be funny. Um, you know, but you recognize them. So guys, that is, um, that is kind of all I have. I have, there's a lot of information out there about every single sun sign. Um, I could keep going forever because I do like to talk about myself. I like to talk about myself. So, um, I will stop talking about myself and, uh, yeah, I, I hope that you guys, uh, embody your inner Sagittarius, whether you have it in a prominent placement or not and, uh, seek your truth and, uh, and live true to your values because, we have, um, I, I don't know if you follow the Glow Girl uh, Facebook or Instagram page, but I put up a story today and it was uh, a copy of a, a TikTok video that was sent to me. And uh, it was about living a life based on 
you know, living a goal-based life or living a values-based life. And it was fascinating. Um, if you have a chance, I'd highly recommend you check that out on the story. Um, but I, I think that it's important that even if we are living goal-based lives, that we also remember that we are values-based humans. And, uh, you know, following our values, living true to our values, that is very much a Sagittarius thing. Um, you know, you go too far and you get self-righteous, but if you can just kind of maintain, uh, you know, maintain that, uh, you know, we have, we have the opportunity to be really good humans and the world needs really good humans right now. So go out there, live your values, be a really good human and, um, and pay attention to what's going on this week, because I think there's going to be some interesting things in the news and in our lives. So I hope you guys had fun tonight. I know I did, but anytime I talk about myself, I have a good time. So, you know, um, guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I will see you next Wednesday, uh, right back here for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. We are going to be talking uh, more about the eclipse next week, a little bit, the hectic astrology for the rest of December, and then also the upcoming grand conjunction on 1221. And you've probably been hearing about this grand conjunction uh, from multiple different sources. I've even seen news stations posting about it from an, uh, from an astronomy point of view versus the astrology point of view. So we're going to talk about it from an astrological perspective. Uh, you know, what is this grand conjunction and, uh, how it's going to be impacting all of us, uh, not just on December 21st, but also in the coming year, because this is going to be a good long, uh, transit and an ushering in of a new age for us. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys more about that. So I will see you guys all next week. Thank you again for tuning in. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Glow Girl Pod. That's where you'll see that story with that um, fun little TikTok, by the way. Uh, come join our Girls Girls community group. Also, for only $2 a month, you can be part of the Girls Girls Inner Circle, hang out online with the best darn women on the whole internet. Uh, you'll also get special content from the Girls Girls Media Multiverse of Podcasts. All you got to do is go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com to get started. Uh, Glow Girl is a production of Girls Girls Media, and our music today is by the amazing Breakmaster Cylinder. Shine bright, Glow Girls. Glow Girls.